Hey everyone, welcome to episode 43 of the Dining Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I am Robert Scarpanito, and I'm joined here by the beautiful Jack Spada. Hey buddy, how are you? Doing very well, thank you for asking. And I'm also awesome. joined by the T-Sippin' Colin Sparling. Welcome, welcome to our ongoing midlife crisis here at the Tiny Disc Podcast. Being number forty-three, how how many how many more episodes do we have in our midlife crisis? What what's the cutoff point for a midlife crisis? I don't think there is one until like you die. Later fifties, right? Goes to like from mid forties to like late fifties. I don't know, somewhere in there, I would think. I mean, mm. mi- midlife implies it's during your life, right? Yeah, the middle part. Yeah, yeah, the middle part of your. I don't know. I'm thinking like I usually think like thirty-five to like. 35 30 30 or 35 to like 50 55 i just live every day of my life like it's a crisis and then (laughs) every every day is a midlife crisis for me (laughs) hi me irl (laughs) more like existential crisis for me so i know it's cliche to say but things are bigger down here and i can say that because i grew up in the midwest and now i have a point of comparison but I know it's an audio show podcast, but seriously, guys, look at these grapes. Do they look huge to you? Or is I, it just me? I can't, I can't really tell unless you put it next to like a banana or something. Uh, these grapes are massive, dude. I'm going to eat are some Are those right now. plums? I know. <laughs> I'm going to eat some on the podcast. I'm no, sorry. Unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, the okay. grapes are huge down here and they're awesome, but they're expensive too. It's like, it's like eight bucks a pack, like a giant like... Wait, know, pro, like produce? Produce is really expensive there? No, produce is pretty cheap. But oh. I'm saying these really nice giant grapes are expensive. Are there also like giant apples, oranges, bananas? Yeah, like Asian pears and shit with the little styrofoam sleeve. Ooh, those are good, do, do the Do the giant peaches Ooh. come with a dude named James? Oof. Haven't seen that yet, though. Uh, but no, but the avocados and the wine down here is super, super cheap. Oh, Avocados are, are really cheap down is here. Is the wine big? Really? Yeah. The wine, like, I mean, it can be, but wine is normal wine, but I mean, it's like half the price, literally. Do they grow avocados locally there? Is that why they're so cheap? I mean, Mexico's right here, so oh, yeah, that's shit. probably what it is. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm great at geography. How you doing? But you would think you would think that Ohio has like, you know, all the food sources around. I mean, that's all the corn, right? In the country, basically. I mean, Iowa what? and Ohio. But, oh, Iowa. I, I was thinking Idaho, yeah, that's potatoes. But produce <laughs> is like, I don't know. Produce is more expensive up there i don't know you think in the heartland to be cheaper but it's actually well, way yeah it's like what two two bucks a pop for a freaking avocado it's really i've never seen i'll show you again i've never seen grapes this huge in my life that's more grapes are that's what she said i got the grapes <laughs> i heard through the grapevine that jack's got the grapes so yeah it's good stuff so okay sorry guys i know it's gross for me to on podcast but <laughs> <laughs> i went to uh I went to somewhere not very fun uh, this Saturday. The DMV? D- Disneyland? Oh. I probably would rather go to the DMV, believe it or not, because at least I could have like my earbuds and my podcast in peace and sit there and wait politely, mm. but I had to go to the dentist for okay. some serious dental work. <laughs> I, dental. Hate the, yeah. I hate the dentist, and I hate the dentist, so I'd never go. Of course, I brush my teeth and floss, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But I just hate going, and I had to go, though, because it was just, it's been too long. It's been 
like 10 years basically yeah, it's been 10 years since you last one it's the been dentist. a long time i mean so i went that's kind of a lie i went to get my wisdom teeth pulled out because i absolutely had to but i waited till like the last possible moment uh so i got my wisdom teeth out like two or three years ago but before then it was like 10 you know eight nine years and now Damn. it's like you know i i hate going i don't like going yeah it's, Plus, been two, have, it's like it's been two years for me though and i feel kind of uncomfortable like i kind of hate myself for not going plus i didn't have dental insurance which was a big motivating factor to not oh, go as yeah. well so why would i spend all that money when i don't have it anyways so anyways now i got dental insurance right i go and they're like yeah you got some cavities <laughs> from <laughs> like, all the big grapes you've been eating yeah all these giant grapes and they're like yeah you got some cavities and we're gonna have to fill them and i was like i don't want to do that <laughs> I mean, I want it done, but I don't want to like be conscious at all. Can you guys knock me out? And they're like, no, we don't do that here. Uh, if you if we put you under, that's like the most dangerous thing to do in all of dentistry. That's what they told me. And I'm like, so what? I'm just going to be conscious. And they're like, no, we're going to give you oral sedation, this basic roofie, basically. And we're going to give you uh, the nitrous oxide. Is that the laughing gas? I'm not sure. That sounds right to me. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> For just that. That's not even the fillings. Is that, wait, is that out of your pocket or is that covered? Yeah. Well, it's out of my pocket to begin with and then I have to submit it for for, uh, reimbursal. So it's it's inconvenient to say the least. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, give me that. Give me all of that. I don't want to be here when you're doing what you got to, you know, doing your dark business in my mouth. Oh, that sounds real bad. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't want to be there when you when you do the dark business. There's a, there's, a guy, there's a guy inside, inside the mouth to be like, hey, yo, I got your cavity feelings here, and like opens up a trench coat, you know? <laughs> what are you buying? You, you, wait, you guys, you, are, you guys are, you guys, on a side note, you guys uh, ever seen the movie Ozzy and Drix growing up? Never. What? They, it's, it's an animated film that all takes place within Bill Murray's body. If you haven't heard of it, that sounds really <laughs> oh, crazy, but Google it. Sounds good. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's great, but it's like it's exactly shit like that. It's like it's like, yo, like you want to go to the zit later? They're having a party, and there's a literal <laughs> zit on Bill Murray's face, and it's a fucking nightclub. Oh my god, <laughs> do they do dark stuff in his mouth? Oh no, uh, I mean he puts an egg in his mouth, and it's really gross. <laughs> Eggs are delicious. Okay, let me circle back, please. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. don't get me too off the trains. So cool thing about this place, though, they have Netflix on a TV on the ceiling. So as you're laying back, you can watch Netflix. Oh, nice. And like whatever you want and so they give me the oral sedation they're like get here an hour early you have to sit here and take this pill it's gonna take about 45 minutes to an hour to work they gave me two of them and i'm like look i'm nearly 300 pounds Are you sure i don't need any more i'm a big guy <laughs> and then <laughs> and uh and they go no this will be good 45 minutes later i'm watching you know some something on netflix they're like are you feeling anything and i'm like i could do my sats right now <laughs> so they bring in so they bring in more drugs and they get sick. They basically get sick of waiting. And they're and my show's over. And I'm like, can you turn on this thing called Terrace House? <laughs> <laughs> is, go, is, this go, an yeah. is this an elaborate ploy to convert more people to watch Terrace House? No, I mean, hey, that, that can never hurt. But no, I'm seriously like, hey, let's. Just, I mean, I already watched it, but I'm like, yeah, I'm down to watch you die. You know, while I'm getting uh, cav- my cavity filled. So the, they turn on the, Terrace House, and they start giving me the nitrous oxide, and like in my nose. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, yeah, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel nothing. And then I like blink and I feel the pressure and I can feel them like giving me shots in my mouth and I like blink and then I wake up and they're kind of like done already. And I'm like, whoa, like I didn't even think they started yet officially. 
and I felt a little bit of pressure, but nothing, nothing really else. And I didn't really remember the uh, the TV show either, like happening, but it was already over. Hmm. And I go, was I asleep? And they go, well, you were snoring. I was like, damn. <laughs> and it just went by like so fast, right? And so I, a couple weird things happened. I was totally messed up, and I could not feel my entire lower jaw or my tongue. It was the weirdest shit ever. Like touching, you know, touching a part of your body and you cannot feel it, but your hands can feel it, but the part of your body can't feel it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel like you're touch. You feel like you're touching someone else's body. It's weird. And so I don't know. This this is a. I I want to make sure I'm not skipping anything here. So I see her. I so I take a selfie of myself apparently, and I don't even remember doing it until like yesterday, like day and you later. Didn't send I, it to us. What the I fuck, look, man? In my phone, and I'm like, oh, I guess I was taking a selfie of myself when I was dropped up. <laughs> And it's we're, creepy, we're making dude. your selfie the thumbnail for this episode. It's cre- it's creepy when you see a, a selfie and you don't remember it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a weird, weird thing. I, you know, I don't normally get blackout drunk during the weekend, but I imagine that's probably what that feels like. So I do remember, though, that my dentist, the woman, she kept turning around and laughing her ass off at Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> which i mean and she's like fair. she's like she's like what show and keep in mind it's subtitled and she's she and she goes what show is this and i started telling her a little bit about it and she goes oh well i studied i, I lived in japan for like five years something like that so like i understand everything they're saying oh what <laughs> that's, and kind of that's yeah. crazy and she, yeah and she kept like turning around like laughing and i'm like uh, hold on like you know get this thing out of my mouth first you know so it was really funny and i think i converted someone nice to terrace house so nice. she'd never heard of it before and she was like cracking up and she's a really straight-laced lady too. I, I never see her smile. Ironically, since she's a dentist, but that's uh, hilarious. So that happened, and then so what do I want to do afterwards? I want to go eat. I'm starving. We go to this place that actually, believe it or not, is a much better version of Chipotle. It's called uh, Cabo Bob's, and there's only two here in Texas. They just built one by my house, like just like I don't know, a couple weeks ago. So psyched for it. It's so good that I went to a uh, wedding last summer, and the wedding had Cabo Bob's. Uh, cater it. That's how good this place is. Yo, and it's cheap too. Anyways, I go. I'm looking forward to it. I'm still. I don't feel like I'm like high on these drugs, but I I can't feel anything in my mouth at all. And I basically start eating this burrito, and my wife is sitting to me like, "Stop, stop, stop!" And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "You're biting your lip." <laughs> she's like, "You're biting your lip," and like, there's like a little dribble of blood coming down because <laughs> I can't feel nothing, but I'm hungry. And so I'm like biting my own lip, like like tearing into it, dude. And so I had all these scabs there in the corner, and I and I couldn't feel my tongue either. So like the whole sides of my tongue were like you know raw from like biting them over and over again, and so not you couldn't feeling even taste it. what you were eating anyway. And I could taste it. It tasted good, what I remember. But it was like all in the name <laughs> of this burrito. Oh yeah, all in the name of this burrito. I'm like destroying my mouth, like unknowingly. And so it took uh, it took a while, but like it was weird too because only one side of my mouth became uh like got his feeling back before the other so it was super weird so i you know it, it all wore out probably about four hours or so but there was like a period there for an hour 45 minutes maybe where i could only feel one side of my mouth than the other that's weird fuck wild yeah now and my then, uh, okay something i want to focus on here is like i you're my friend i care about your very uncomfortable experience thank you but i'd like to point out being a dentist and working on someone's mouth while they snore <laughs> like that can't that can't be the best 
patient you've ever had. I mean, like, they gave they loaded me with drugs. They had to have known I was going to be out out of the game. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of a given. They probably deal with that shit all the time. Yeah, to be honest with you. But I mean, I know more. as a person, I couldn't you know sit there and someone just going. <laughs> yeah, and, and you have I'm to go like into the belly John of the beast. Mouth, like. <laughs> like, you're going to the source almost. You know what I mean? I wonder if it was loud or not. I wonder if like you could hear it like outside of the room. I don't know. Oh, and that noise, by the way, I just made. That is no exaggeration. What my dad sounds like snoring. I'm sure. They, yeah, you hear that, Papa Sparling? Put on blast. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the show too. Hi, Dad. Oh, nice. <laughs> I look forward to meeting you one day, sir. So, yeah. so then what? So then, what's the next natural thing you do after burrito? Well, we went fucking furniture shopping. <laughs> You know, I locked oh, myself did in the you bathroom. Leave, did you leave another salty Google review? There was a, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I uh, went to this furniture store. It's super nice, guys. Like, I've never been to a furniture store like this. This is like the IKEA for billionaires, not millionaires. Like chairs, there are like one chair is like multiple thousand dollars. They showed me a French imported table that literally looked like it belonged to, to the Yakuza, and it was like forty k for one table. Forty k. Damn, did you walk in there and just like you should have walked in there with like a fucking suit on, be like, yeah, um, so and no, when I'm walking with some random dude off the street that you paid like twenty bucks and he walks in, he's like, Excuse me, sir, but uh my friend here, he just won the Jamaican lottery. Um <laughs> No, I, I was I'm really I'm really uh like I, the only reason I was there is because they had this tent sale, it's like up to seventy five percent off. I was like, Well, we need to go because like you know, it was like kind of like do it today or don't do it ever. And I was like, well, we're in the neighborhood now. If I go home, I'm going to go to sleep and not make this happen. So I'm going in there and I'm talking like, you know, like I had a stroke or something like that because I can't feel my mouth. <laughs> that's not I'm not trying to make a joke, but but that's but, uh, kind of how you felt. I felt like yeah, I was like, I, the, I was like, they probably think I can't talk, you know, but whatever. So I was there to get a deal. But the best offer they could give me is like, oh, this chair is like thirty four hundred dollars. And I'm like, mm, no, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm not going to name any stores here because they're not sponsoring us. But I'm going to go to some other big box furniture place and get, you know, like some decent chairs that are more my speed here. I don't need to spend that kind of money on on recliners. So we ended up going across town and uh, I ended up picking up some nice home theater furniture. The kind of like slick black leather chairs that have the lighted up cup holders and you know they recline and all that and so they're getting delivered tomorrow and i'm so so hype i cannot wait the living room is going to be finally finished so was that worth trying to negotiate prices through a bloody mouth i it most of the negotiation was through uh text but i even told the guy look i know sales okay i told the guy like look i don't want to waste your time i want to make this deal happen i have a budget i have to stick to this is it i was like if you can if you can do this which I I acknowledge is a lot, but if you can do this, then let's talk. But if you cannot do this, then let's then then let's table the discussion here. You know, I don't want to waste anyone's time. That's what I want to hear. You know, if I'm a salesperson, and uh, maybe not what I want to hear, but I at least want to know. You know what their limits are. And uh, and then he like came back at me. He's like, you know what? Let's meet in the middle, and you just pay five hundred more than <laughs> you wanted to pay. And I'm like, that's not meeting in the middle, dude. Yeah. Like, oh my that's, god that's totally not meeting in the middle like yeah 500 more sit, like yeah let's yeah. what kind of shit is that yeah i, was I like, mean Bro, it, you shouldn't have called me you're wasting your time i i mean i imagine this this deal going down in person and jackson they're trying to negotiate with the fucking like furniture guy in front of them <laughs> and jackson was like you know we could really make out a deal and meanwhile the fucking furniture guy takes off his glasses and cleans the fucking blood splatter <laughs> 
his glasses, puts it back on. It had to have been a scene. I was barely there, you know. I, I was barely there mentally, but so it ended up. Good. Little little does Jack know he didn't actually go to furniture stores. These were two different yeah. Burger Kings around town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was out of it. Yeah, no, they were trying wife, to sell you their was... plastic furniture off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take home Burger King's table and chairs. <laughs> this I mean, is your fresh bucket. from the shores of Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. So that was my Saturday. That's oh, a God. fuck wild that's Saturday. What, that's what I did. I ended up with some cool furniture, though, or at least I will come tomorrow. I I, I will uh, post that to the gram nice. when I get them. So, so yeah. And yeah, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to tell my wisdom teeth story at a later date. It's pretty great. Oh, I oh, got yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I still have not had to get my wisdom teeth pulled, so I'm kind of like. Meh. Do you feel like it'll be a thing? No, I don't think so. You got enough room? Think so. Yeah. Would, the, you have naturally wide gums and a big jaw. What was that yet, Colin? Oh, I, w- I was saying, yeah, the dentist gave you the go ahead. Like you don't need it. Think so. Yeah, because I'm pretty good. Damn. Damn. So, does that mean you're extra wise or not wise enough? I I really am not sure. I didn't like ask for explanations. I just wanted a okay. yes or no from him. <laughs> Okay. See, I'm only wow. half-wise. Like, I'm only half-wise. I only got two of them removed out of the four. So, yeah. I mean, I guess you could call me half-wise Gamgee or something, but... Do, do you... Nice. Do you... Uh, <laughs> yeah, are you going to get to keep all four or just two of them, Robert, or what? I don't know. I haven't been to the dentist in, like, five years, I'm going to be honest. So, oh. like, why are you slacking? What, the dental hygiene on this show is not yeah, good why, What's your excuse? My yeah. excuse? What's uh, everyone's excuse right now? What's everyone's fucking excuse for not going I, to the dentist? I'll I don't go. have that. I don't have dental insurance. I, I don't have dental insurance. Don't you have to to go to college or just medical? Uh, I was already enrolled and my and my dad lost his job. So, we, I mean, I don't have medical insurance. <laughs> Not right now. Okay, okay, and, okay. And for me, I've always been confident in my teeth. I've never had to get braces and I've got pretty straight teeth as they are and I keep pretty good care of them. So, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. And... I just want to point out, thank you for listening to Tiny Disc Podcast, where we start talking about our dental hygiene. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so if, if you haven't been to the dentist in five years, tweet at us. Let us know the last time you were at the dentist and what your last oh, dental man. experience was. Well, le- I have an actual reason. I'm just not apathetic and lazy. <laughs> not that you guys are. I'm just saying I have an actual reason that I didn't go. And my reason was because maybe I told you guys this. Maybe it wasn't on the show. But when I was a freshman in high school, I had a really creepy dentist. So mm-hmm. creepy that I didn't want to be left in a room with this guy. Oh God, you had a phobia. I, I of of this particular dentist, and it just ruined me for dentists. Like he would always like, he would always be like running. Listen, I know this sounds stupid, but he would be like touching my gums and stuff, <laughs> and like massaging them and rubbing them and stuff, and like whatever. Okay, a dentist got to do what a dentist got to do, but but he but the way he would talk to me while he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he creeped me out, oh, dude. Oh God! He, and, and like you know, like my mom was in the room and stuff like that. But but if I was ever left alone with the guy, I was like, don't leave me in a room with this dude because he would just be like, you know, like I swear, dude, I'm quoting this man. He'd be like, you know, we love when you and your sister come in. And keep in mind, he's rubbing my gums while he's doing this. He's like, we just love when you guys come in. Just every oh time. Oh my just, God! It's just so perfect. Oh my just, God! We make sure we make sure people like you are like the last. Stop! I'm gonna have nightmares. See. Listen, Please. dude. He goes, we make sure people like you are like the last ones to close out the day so we can go home happy. And I'm just like, wow, like get out of my fucking what? mouth, dude. This that that is sounds gross. like an overtly mellow Donald Trump. 
up. It was messed <laughs> up. It was, and I was like, I don't want to go back here. Like, I, I didn't like it. I didn't want to be like put under around the guy. I don't know. Look, I, I, just, I dude, I was waiting for him to tell you, you got a purty mouth. Like, <laughs> purty mouth. Yeah, these, these yeah. are the softest. Oh, you got a purty mouth. Oh my god, and your you gums ever, uh, are fantastic. <laughs> what, what do you? What kind of lotion do you use on your gums? <laughs> like, I, I use uh, Sensodyne personally. You ever? But, you yeah. Know. You ever? You ever? You ever wrestle naked? <laughs> Like yeah, dude. So, and he's so tickling, that's my there tickling your tongue while he's saying that. <laughs> so so that's <laughs> so that's why I haven't been in like years because it just scarred me, dude. So that's my that's my legitimate excuse. God, that's that's gross, but also that's really great. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad my suffering can entertain you all in 2018 now. Oh my god! It all right. paid off. That's it. There you go. So let's let's start talking about some games, shall we? We are a game show. So, Colin, do you want to start us off? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Okay, where do I start? Um. Okay, I'll start. I'll start by saying that, guys. I'd like you to know that the PlayStation Vita is not dead yet. It is far from dead. Still getting great games on that system. And I've been giving my my PlayStation Vita some love. All hail Vita Island. Ease Origin. What? Oh. Ease Origin. I've been playing Ease Origin. I picked up a copy uh, last week from a local mom and pop game shop. They get a limited run copy. Ooh. Physical copy, um, which was multilingual. And it was like super exclusive. And I, he was only asking 40 bucks for it. So I was like, take my money here. I'll, I'll take it. And and by his recommendation, actually, he's like, Ease Origin is a fantastic game. Like, uh, like it's cool that you're buying this game because I want more people to play the E-Series. Now, what do you guys know about the E-Series? Any of you guys play them? Any of these games? I know there are like 50 of them. I know there's a really bomb-ass one on like TurboGrafx-16. And that's I know that's they where the original like, was. Yeah, that's where the original was released. I know they make like one a year. I mean, it's not that many. They've just been re-released a lot. There's they've, a they've ton been, of these games now. They've been, they've been remade and remastered a whole bunch. I will say that. Well, East Origin is like a prequel to the entire series. Um, and... I don't know if you guys know what these games play like, but imagine like a top-down 2D Zelda game, but throw in JRPG elements and throw in like five times the enemies and make it like way more frantic. Okay. So, yeah. So, and, and then you get like magic abilities and things like that. So, basically, the idea is it's a super grindy action RPG and you're sitting there just swinging an axe or like casting spells constantly and there's a bunch of shit going, like almost like bullet hell shooter is amounts it, of like craziness at points is it still like top down kind of like old school zelda yeah yeah it's like a it's like a 3d 2d uh uh i guess you call it 2.5d like perspective sort of thing that that's what's going on it's got like 3d backgrounds with two kind of 2d pre-rendered sprites um the game is just a ridiculous amount of fun i mean most of the t- you're basically just smashing square and hitting circle every once in a while to do your your special attacks and and um just a wide variety of enemies and and each each level is like they're just the right amount of challenging like you know you never feel like you have to like grind too much there's a little bit of grinding but every time you hit a boss that's when the difficulty really steps up though so like you get to a boss and that's the point where you're like man i might need to grind a little bit more because these bosses will fucking kick your ass next thing you know like you'll be dropping dead game over game over game over game over well, it looks like I got to go grind some more, but they make it super easy because the enemies respawn like right outside the door. You, you can't. OK, so you can't like just skip that boss and, and come back. Um, You you can come back, but like, yeah, you can't like pr- progress any further without. Oh, so that it's boss. definitely like yeah. a gateway. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Hmm. Um, and so like, um, but that, that's not a problem though because the gameplay loop is like super fun. It's it's one of those games where you could probably put on a podcast like in the background and kind of listen to kind of like not mindlessly really, but kind of ha- like half listen, have to pay attention to what's a, going on. A podcast like the Tiny Disc Podcast. <sighs> podcast. Tiny Disc Podcast, everybody. Whoa. Yeah, but no, highly, highly recommend the E series, man. If you it's and the so, the story seems to be pretty interesting. It's uh like this really grandiose story about um and I don't fully understand it because like I'm not super far. Um but it has to do with like, the priests of ease and like they took off in this like mothership after the world was taken over by demons essentially. But then your job is to like come back down and try to take back that part of the world, which is the land of ease. Um, but the cool thing is the cool thing about this the the levels in this game is it all takes place in this one giant tower, and the game is you progressing up these different levels of this tower, and every level has like its own re- unique theme or or, uh, or like terrain. Wait, so, so like wait, you're, you're liberating a land, but you're only fighting in a tower. Yeah, it has to do with uh, it has to do with some. Um, oh my gosh, I'm I'm just not remembering. Yeah, so you you're basically there to like recover two goddesses that are like trapped inside the tower that's the main reason you're there gotcha. because they can bring balance back to the world yeah it just like came to me right off the bat <laughs> um yeah uh but that's the main reason why you're there and it, but i don't know the like the level i'm in right now is actually a, an underwater level but it's a bearable underwater level which you don't hear a lot about because every time you hear someone talk about shitty levels in games it's usually the underwater levels thanks sonic yeah, Water Temple in just about every Zelda game. Got no PTSD because of that. Yeah, no shit. It, why can't they? Why can't they just make them right? I don't understand. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really enjoying the game, and it's available on PC, uh, PS Vita, uh, PS4, and it was developed by Arc System Works, BTW. I didn't huh. know that. Yes. Huh. Yes, and published by uh, Atlas. Atlas? No, Falcom. Excuse me. Falcom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never even heard of Falcom. Pretty popular Japanese publisher. Okay, you, you could probably find a lot of your favorite games published by them. No, no, huh. Like, wouldn't be surprising. Okay, so, yeah, cool. Ease Origin, and then um, I've also been playing. Um, well, to give VR some love, I've been playing Resident Evil Seven. Ooh, oh, yeah, boy, snap. the whole game or just the demo? So no, I picked up uh, Resident Evil Seven, the Gold Edition. Oh, for I got a sick deal on it at uh, GameStop actually for once. Um. Yeah, it was like twenty five bucks for the gold edition. At the disc GameStop wasn't. New? Yeah, the disc. Yeah, new, new. Yeah, new. Not bad. Not bad. New. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The the whole game and the DLC. Um, and yeah, holy shit, the game is terrifying, guys. Dude, did you, <laughs> is this the first time you've done it in VR? Yeah. Yeah. I have so, gotten so. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'll, I'll cut in. Cut out here. I I have gotten so much mileage out of just the free demo the first hour. Every time someone, I've said this before on the show, but every time someone comes over and wants to try out VR, that's what I make them play, just to watch them suffer. Wait, is is Evil. the uh, the beginning hour demo in VR as well? Yeah, it's a VR. Oh, okay. Because I know there's the, the, the kitchen VR demo that you can play, which comes on like the disc that comes with your VR headset or whatever. I don't know yeah. you could play the actual like regular demo that everyone else got. I mean, they, yeah, they you built play the, that, one, the first hour. Yeah, yeah they built that mm. whole game for VR. Right, right. Oh, well, so that's pretty cool. cool. I yeah, dude. It's like uh, the first couple hours. Like I didn't start out playing in VR instantly because I kind of wanted to ease myself into it because I'm not like a big first person survival horror guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is about survival horror games in first person in particular. I think it's because it puts you right in the action. That that's the reason it scares the shit out of me as opposed to like 
your Dead Spaces or your other Resident Evil games that are in third person. I can play those all day, like knowing I get a big blammy blammy giant gun that I can kill things with. Not really that scary. But when you put things in your face like they do in Resident Evil 7, my God. Yeah, I, dude. I want to I want to know how far are you right now? Uh, I just made it to uh the yard. Like I got out of the house. Oh fuck. And into me, the dude. yard. Dude, I I don't know if yeah. it's old age or what is happening to me, but I've just become such a wussifer when it comes to horror games anymore. I I played like Silent Hill 4, Silent Hill 1, Silent Hill 2. You know, I played all the Resident Evils like all the way up through 4. Uh, I, I loved horror games I, and, and they never really truly scared me. They like kept me on edge a little bit, but I treated them more like action games than anything, but I don't know what it is, man. But with that silent hill, right? Remember that demo, which P- is yeah, like PT, one of the scariest, PT, of course, yeah, sorry, yeah, PT, it. that, and now, and it wasn't even four. I'm just like, you know, I'm probably just not gonna, <laughs> I'm, just like, <laughs> I, I'm probably just, I'm good. I think, I don't think I need to do these things. I don't listen, know. I think I, you're missing out with RE7 though. Dude, RE7, I, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm a bitch when it comes to survival horror games. Resident Evil 7, do yourself, like it's a great game so, so far good. from what I've played. It's great. Um, it, it takes everything you loved about the original Resident Evil and just threw it in first person yeah. and made it way scarier. Um, so the first couple hours of the game, I, from what I'm hearing, is probably the most horrifying and God, oh my God, Mia just scares the ever living shit. No spoilers, no spoilers. I'm not saying I'll never play it. Okay. Yeah, I'll agree though that like the first few hours are definitely where it's like the scariest. After that, you get kind of used to everything. After the house opens up. Um, I would say like after you get halfway through the second house, that's when you're kind of like, okay, I'm into this. Oh, there's yeah, a second house like, spoilers. Okay. I just got to the part with like the insects and shit and like Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, and I was like eh, I'm like eh, eh. like it's kind of giving me some like Resident Evil Revelations vibe, which wasn't a bad game, but it's like it was a little bit more it was a little bit more far-fetched with the way they approached uh with the way they approached like creatures and all that, but uh, the the parts inside the house with like the monsters and the and the and the Baker family and stuff. I, let me tell you what that grandma that just kind of like randomly shows up places dude fuck. spoilers stop it the fuck <laughs> no <laughs> like you see her, ma- it, like they're not major you, spoil i mean come on no no right. you see you see her very early on um Yikes. and yeah just i don't know i don't want to spoil too much for jack but there were there were some moments in that game and then when i tried it when i finally put vr and i'm like i wonder how v like is vr really going to be that good in this game i put it on and you're fucking there bro like you I are know. there it is terrifying. So, yes. so what's truly it, scary. What's it like when you get hit by stuff in that game? Because I know, like, non-VR, your screen shakes a lot. You're, like, moving around like, oh, man, right. I got hit. Oh. So I, it, it keeps it relatively focused, from what I recall. And, but, like, you have your, like, floaty arms in front of you. Like, you, your arms are in front of you, obviously, and you're, like, moving the gun around. Um, and, like, when you get attacked and stuff, like, the, they still go into, like, the animation with the arms and stuff. It's just kind of more in front of you since you have the VR headset on. Okay. I yeah. also forgot. Is that is that PSVR exclusive still? I think so. Because when it comes out on Vive, that's going to be the way to play with tracking. And everything. Right. I was actually surprised, like, how good the resolution and stuff was on PS4. Like, I was pleasantly surprised in how good it looked in the VR headset because I thought it was going to dramatically change performance. But it didn't. It really didn't. Like, did it wasn't too bad. To, did you go down to the basement? Oh yeah! Oh my god! That part is like that Holy part was so crap. difficult. Yeah, that part was ridiculous. I mean, it is the killer app for VR. It is the proof. Wait, you're talking about at the beginning, right? Where you get like yeah. you get the hole in the door, like yes. the hole in the wall, and then yes. you go down in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that whole thing. 
that that part where you like uh underneath the rafters of the house and then that dead body pops up in front of you yeah Whoa. that got me that bo- pretty yeah. good like yeah, that yeah, that's, got me. yeah there were there was some there were some moments there's some there's a straight like grudge-esque moment that i won't i won't divulge but like it's Woo! I I can't. My little heart can't handle. I can only take so much of the, that game in VR at a <laughs> so time. So are you dude. playing like at home alone in the dark? Um, when I was doing VR, I was alone. Um, wow. j- just coincidentally, and I was like, I don't know if I could. Like, I would need something, someone to bear witness to my death in case that happened. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. how how could you play that alone? Like, do you have like a steel colon? Like, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I could, I was barely holding on, dude. Like, I'm not sitting here, like, like, oh yeah, I was strucking through. No, I was sitting there trembling in my shorts like a fucking chihuahua. Like, it's the shorts scary, from sixth dude. grade. Oh yeah, those shorts from sixth grade. Right. Yeah, and strength. then I, had to, I, I might have, I might have had to change my underwear just, just a, just three times. I think. Mm-hmm. I think I'm at three. The last time I felt this scared playing a game, I was playing Manhunt, the original Manhunt by Rockstar, on PS2 with the headset on. And the microphone sensitivity cranked all the way up. Yikes. Because if you made any noises sneaking around, they would hear you. Right. And that was like... Wait, the, what? That was a thing? That was like the... That was absolutely that a thing, game? yeah. That was like when like the you know SOCOM and SOCOM 2 were out and like, you know, uh, the headset was a thing. And so you could, yeah, you could plug it in and you could like say like, hey, hey, and get their attention to come around a corner or whatever. You know, kind of the wow. equivalent of throwing a rock in Far Cry. And yeah. uh, but also if you cranked it all the way up and you turned like the difficulty all the way to the highest, they were like really lethal, basically. And if you so much as breathed too hard, they would find you. So you had to really control like, you know, your heart rate and your and and, and just everything because you could not make a peep, man. It was really, really tense. But yeah, that was a, that was a thing. That was a way to play that game. That's some shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, so. but yeah, Resident Evil 7, man, it's. What a, what a cohesive horror experience, and they do so much with such a small space of like level design in that game. Is it, it like it was great? Also, the like, Jack boss, boss battle, fuck that boss battle. Which one? The last one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, it's. It, I think it took me like seven tries. Yeah, eight okay, tries. I, I can't I just wait. Wanna- I mean, I just want to say I can't wait till you like get to the end and just like see what happens at the end because it's super. It's really good. It's it's a great story, I think. Hmm. Okay. So okay, I just know. want a yes or no. Okay. Is there an enemy or a boss or whatever in Resident Evil 7, yes or no, that is basically a giant terrifying head face thing coming out of a wall? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Can you imagine why, that? Why, VR, why, why that specifically? Huh? Why that specifically? I Because th- I thought I saw it like real oh. quick and then it terrified me and I turned it off and... I've been thinking about it ever since. <laughs> it sounds so scary. Does it keep you up at night? Was it scary? No, I. The way really? they do it, you're uh, kind of like you kind of feel like fucking. I could punch a boulder in half right now. Let's go. Uh, I see. Well, dude, like I mean, see- like every time you heal, I don't know if you've had, you see how you you heal in that game, Jack, but you just pour fucking alcohol on your arm. Yeah, you like, pour oh, some heal juice on your hands yeah. and you're good. Yeah, you just. No. Okay, no, so yeah, I'm good. Heal, is it heal the pain from your childhood? Is that what it's <laughs> No, okay, there's a scene in the beginning of the game when like they, when they're still trying to teach you how to play the game, like you roam around the house and Jack is like hunting for you, right? And when he catches you, he just kind of like smacks you around until you die, right? The first time he does it, since like you're still learning the game, so Colin, you might not have had this happen if you're. I, I know, I know what you're getting at. Okay, yeah. So when he catches you the first time, and this is like your first time that you're like really free to do whatever you want, he like cuts your the bottom of your leg off with the shovel. 
Oh. And then toys yeah. with your with your leg, and then he teaches you how to heal yourself. <laughs> and like the button appears, where it's like press what, right bumper or whatever to heal yourself. And you you're like you have to crawl to your leg in first person, <laughs> and then like hold your your leg up to your stump and pour juice over it, and it's just okay now. And, All right. and, and your character is like, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, yeah, because you're sitting there, he's just like, because uh, Jack's like, come on, uh, you can do it you can do it ethan and you're crawling towards your leg you pick up your leg you pick up the juice and then you just like stuffs it on there and he just pours the juice on it's like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny and then next thing you know you're walking and you just hear yeah your legs just like squid oh so gross it's pretty the sound design in that game is incredible yeah the sound design is top notch and the psvr with the 3d sound effect yeah oh my god ridiculous so immersive yeah but yeah, Resident Evil 7. If you haven't played it yet, go play it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin, have you been playing anything else? Or are you good? Oh my boys. Yesterday was the release of, in case you haven't heard me talk about it enough, Yakuza 6. And I know little Robert over here is getting his, he's losing his uh, Yakuza virginity with oh, Yakuza yeah. 6. Oh, oh that's yeah. your first one? Yeah, I've oh, never yeah. played a Yakuza game before this. I've never understood the hype of it or anything. Now he does. But I get it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I played, yeah. yeah, I played a, a bit of Yakuza 0, and I can't wait to get back in. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yakuza 6. So they, they made a brand new uh, graphics engine uh, walking into Yakuza 6 called the Dragon Engine because uh, Yakuza 0 and Yakuza Kiwami used the whatever engine they were using before, which was actually uh, an engine built for the PS3 originally, and they were just upscaling it for the PS4. This whole new Dragon Engine looks incredible like the facial animations during cutscenes are stupid yeah like it's crazy this is the first game with the engine yeah and uh so the animations just look so real and i know they actually so there's a couple of the characters that are actually like real actors from japan and they just scanned in their likeness and so they had them actually do like mocap for their own characters and stuff so like all the facial animations it's like sitting there watching someone talk across from you it's crazy, and the lighting is super amazing, and the 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 cutscenes are so cinematic. It's literally watching a movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's, it's that's crazy. The one thing I was surprised about is that I didn't expect. Like, if you had told me, "Hey, Sega makes a game that's about Japanese gangsters," I'd be like, "That's cool." I would have never expected it to be as cinematic and as good at storytelling as it is. Cause like, holy crap, dude, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm into the story and it's so like, like I've been watching this show called Jane, the Virgin, which is basically like telenovela, but like in English. So like, there's mm-hmm. always a twist at every corner. And this story pretty much feels the same way where there's like always more dramatic shit happening. Like it's just added on and on and on. Mm-hmm. In the um, yeah, and that's that's what I was talking about before with the other games. Even though the game is in another language, you can tell the acting is just fucking fantastic. Mm, yeah, yeah, the voice yeah, acting it, stands out so well. Oh yeah, like like the part and this is on the back of the box, so this isn't spoilers. The part where Kiryu like finds out about like Haruka's accident. Yeah, and like yeah, he's standing he's standing there with Date-san and uh, I forget the other dude's name. Hanjo was it Hanjo? That was Ak- Akiyama. No. No, it was when he was in the he was he he meets the baby. Right, right. I yeah, remember. Haruto. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that part was just like you could you could absolutely tell by his facial animations, by the way he was talking that he was absolutely like heartbroken over it. 
and he's like i'm gonna find and kill the, the motherfucker that like did this like <laughs> yeah total like vendetta yeah and i have to say i like 1000 percent get the the hard on for kiryu because like dude he's so he's so cool like oh yeah he is like basically his entire arc in this game is that he's like kind of old now like he's like older middle age like late 40s so everyone's like what can an old man do and then like you you fucking deck their shit (laughs) like you're dead (laughs) like that's basically every interaction is like you're doing something some thugs come up and they're like stop like i hate you you're old whatever and like qdu's like you better stop like I, I like just don't stop messing with this and you how just beat is, their shit. How old is Jackie Chan about now? Oh, he's pretty old. Yeah, he's, he's like uh, upper. He's like sixty something. He was he's like on the front page of Reddit just yesterday or so, like doing a disarming move. Have you seen that? This guy like came at him with like this this long handled blade or whatever, and he like totally disarmed him and like turned the blade on him in like half a second. It was incredible. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. I don't. I'm, I'm convinced Jackie Chan is hardly human. So, Same. dude, he's so awesome. But, I mean, he's he's half made of metal now with all the broken bones he has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a cyborg. He's literally now. one of my favorite people, probably of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 percent. And I think Kitty is kind of like in that same vein right now, where he like he's oh. old, but he can fucking do anything you need him to. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, and like it's so funny. Like at at the beginning of the game, where the dude's like. And he's like, let's take this outside, Kazuma, or whatever. He's like, and he's like, dude, you don't want to do this right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's I like, don't I don't have time for this. I don't have time to waste on this. Like, yeah. I don't have as much free time as you do to pick fights. And it's like, dude, you're fucking brutal. And like, <laughs> yeah. his voice actor fits him so well, both when he's like super serious and like, don't make me kill you. But then also when he's like being silly and having fun and singing karaoke and stuff, like, it's great. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a huge fan. And, so what I did when I got this game, I actually bought a PS4 Pro for it because it was kind of stuttery on the normal PS4. Oh, but wow. On the Pro, it's pr- I mean, it's 30 FPS, but it's smooth and it's Yeah, it's nice. butter smooth. Yeah. So let yeah, me ask nice you, Robert. So you bought the game and then you played it on your regular PlayStation 4. Yep. And then you're like, fuck this. And you graduated to the Pro. Yep. Because of the performance of that game specifically. I mean, other games, but mainly well, that. Mainly that. But then also, wow. I know I'm getting God of War. Because that comes out yeah, soon, yep. and I'm like, I'm going to be spending a lot of time on my PS4 soon. Yep. I'm with you. I know that's why I'm also excited for these chairs to come in, because like God of Wars is Friday, and that's yeah. all I'm going to Oh, get hype, boys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much you've explored Kamurocho, Colin, but I just want to point out like my favorite. I mean, I've explored it a bunch like twice now, because I've played two other games. But in this game, though, right. um, the, my favorite fucking minigame so far that i've found is it comes through the side quest where you're like walking down the street and a girl breaks up with this guy because he spends the live more, chat one yeah live chat he spends yep, more time I on live chat like basically chatting with girls who like like strip on on camera rather than like with his girlfriend and after what? his girlfriend breaks up with him yeah. at first he's sad but then he's like he looks at you and he's like I should teach you live chat because you're gonna enjoy it as much as I will. <laughs> That's <laughs> really you, funny. Was like, actually, can you use like live chat to the yeah. and, and, and while he's <laughs> like, teaching wow. you, like you're old, you know, like Kitty doesn't know how to use computers, right? Yeah. So like he still types with the two fingers, like you know, one finger in each hand, and just yeah. like key, like he's one like, keystroke uh, at a time. Y. 
<laughs> <Meh. laughs> so the mini game is you watching a video of this girl being like, oh, I don't know. I mean, like, it's getting hot in here. And then, like, a chat room with a bunch of other horny nerds. And then you having a QTE event where you have to press the face buttons, like, in a certain order for him to type out stuff like, you're beautiful. But there's a little video <laughs> of him with, like, his stubby fingers like, going down and pressing keystroke after keystroke. And after you finish a phrase, he's so proud of himself. He's like, yush. Yush. <laughs> it's wow. like so good. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, they, hilarious. Dude, that game, dude, that game puts me in tears. Oh. The sense of humor in the game is probably the biggest draw for me. Mm. Oh, yeah. 100 Just the craziness of it. Have you found the uh, the uh, Kitty Cat Cafe yet? Oh, yeah. Nyan Nyan Cafe. Yeah, yeah Nyan Nyan Cafe. <laughs> yeah, so now, now it's like this persistent mini quest all around the world where there are homeless cats and you have to feed them. Wow. <laughs> This game is is top tier, and and what I will tell you, Robert, is like now that you really get into the series, that level of quality, even though the graphics aren't quite as good, that level of quality in terms of story and in terms of like camera angles, lighting, and all that stuff is consistent throughout. Like it's not like they did it up special for this one. No, that's like yeah. that's a consistent quality thing throughout the game. See, unlike you, I don't think I'm gonna go back and play through all of the Yakuza's just because one has gotten to me. But, I mean, I'm into this one so far, yeah, because the 6 is definitely a really great game that I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and there is a lot of, like, great quality of life things that they've done in this game, too. Like, in other games, believe it or not, you cannot place a waypoint marker on the map. I mean, that's fine. I kind of don't anyway. <laughs> I mean, there is some things, though, where it's like, shit, where am I going? Oh, I've gone to the, the wrong direction this entire time. So it's a nice thing. And then before, like... Now you, you just walk into a building, you just kind of like walk in, there's no loading screen or anything like that, and you just mm. do your thing and then leave. See, in the other game, like if you walked into like a like a conven- convenience store or wherever else, loading every single time in and out. So it got oh. like really arduous. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, um, but I think the biggest uh, omission in this game for me is that there's no selecting different fighting styles. Because in K- Kiwami, you had four different fighting styles. What? <laughs> Yeah, and you had to change them up according to who you were fighting. That's actually so it, kind of cool. Yeah, so it puts a layer of strategy into the game that wasn't that's not there quite in uh, Yakuza Six. So they've kind of streamlined it, and it's not that it, it's kind of like a fusion between all the other uh, fighting styles you played in the other games. But in this game, it's like it's I don't know. I think they it's almost overly simplified. Not that it's bad. It's just doesn't. It's not as difficult. There's not that layer of strategy there. Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, the game does still get hard, though. Like, especially when you're fighting bosses, oh, yeah. like, yeah, they, can, they can wreck your shit. But the combat is super fun. Like, oh, it's yeah, it's so, ridiculous. so satisfying to, like, do special heat moves on enemies. Like, my favorite one I've seen is um, if you bring someone up to a giant pole... You, like, angle them. Like, you lift them up over your head and you angle them, so you throw them into the pole crotch first. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I want to do that all the time. And I just recently got a, a heat move that only activates when you have chopsticks in your hands, where you essentially grab someone's hand with the chopsticks. Oh, I thought you were going like, to say grab their testicle. <laughs> no, no, you just grab their hand, and you basically Jackie Chan them back and forth and, like, whisk them around with the chopsticks, and I really want to do it, but I haven't gotten the chance oh, to man. yet. Dude, so what's crazy about that game is, like, it, like yeah, like, Kiryu kicks the shit out of people, but they're, like, at least in Kiwami, if you had a knife in your hand, 
and you did a heat move, dude would literally like you would shake the dude in the stomach and just like basically give him like a harakiri <laughs> yourself. Well, like, dude, it was, my, have you done a heat move on someone yet in six with a knife? No. You stab him in the gut, like straight up into the diaphragm, and and like, it's a real hard stab. And then you knee the knife further into. Oh, oh good lord! You guys sound yeah. like some sociopaths here. No, I'm just no. I'm saying that like it's like it's crazy because you go from like, yeah, I'm just gonna like knock this dude out to like like Batman type shit, and to like, oh, I'm just gonna full on murder this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm going with to a suplex knife. a bike onto yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's always my favorite. Like I you can beat the shit out of a dude with a traffic cone. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or like random signs you find around Kamarocha. Yeah, and then game. you just charge into a crowd of people and knock them all out. It's it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What a game. It's really so, great. Let me ask, I have questions. Is it living up to and building upon the legacy? Because this is what, the sixth, seventh, eighth Yakuza game? Yeah. So they kind of marketed it as like um so it's it's Kiryu Kazuma's like final game. It's like his last hurrah. Like this is the last Yakuza game that's going to follow Kiryu. That's the main character. Yeah, that's the main. Was character. he even in Zero? Yeah, yeah, that was okay, like his origin story. So he's the Kratos, sort of basically, of the series. Basically, yeah. So they're gonna, they're okay. gonna. This is like his send off. This game. This is gonna be like oh. his final chapter. I don't. I really hope it doesn't do the cliche thing where they're gonna kill him off. I mean, it would kind of make sense within the context of this world, but I hope it's not that. Be kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I kind of hope it's more of a happily ever after thing. In and some was, ways, this was long delayed. I, I heard as well. What this game? Yeah. It was it was delayed for a month. It was supposed to come out uh, stateside last oh, month. It's it? been out oh, okay. in Japan yeah. for a while. And though. It was it was the localization that delayed it, not like the actual development of the game. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, that, that that's that's pretty much like the the gist of like the story. There's so much to the to the story though, like leading up to the moments that happen in this game. It's ridiculous. How, like I was just explaining like what happened in zero and kiwami to my roommate and he's like holy shit this is a lot like it's a lot of information i mean i'll but, say though i don't feel overwhelmed like i didn't play all oh, those no, past they, games like i yeah, right. i just read the synopses of them like quickly and i don't feel overwhelmed i don't feel like i don't get the story or anything like that right right and i thought it was really cool how everyone refers to kiryu as like even though he was only the chairman for like a short second they're like oh it's the fourth chairman of the yeah. tojo clan like yeah and of course, he's known as the Dragon of Dojima of Yakuza legend. Yeah, yeah. Like I love how he's just a legendary Yakuza. I think. That's yeah, really and he's cool. like whatever. Like I just want to like go run my orphanage, guys. Leave me alone. He just <laughs> wants to be a family man. Yeah, he does. Wants to go home and be a family man. What <laughs> <a> game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just one final thing I want to say about this game: side quests are worth it. Like, just do oh, all of them, because they're so good. Like, I mean, these are just minor spoilers about side quests that don't really matter, but, like, I've... <laughs> I was just going up some stairs, and then, like, this girl was about to fall down the stairs, and this guy tackles her to, like, brace his body onto her to, like, you know, mitigate the damage on her. And then, when they land at the bottom, and they both get up, they've freaky Friday'd and switched bodies. <laughs> what? <laughs> yup. And in another side quest, a girl just runs up to me and is like, what year is it? I need to know what year it is. And you're like, it's uh, it's 2016. And she's like, it worked. That reminds me. Have you guys seen that video where, you know, the rapper Little Dicky and Chris Brown switch bodies? No, I don't know that video. No. Okay. It's it's honestly one of the funniest uh, hip hop videos I've seen in years. So anyways, just remind me that. Most of Little Dicky's videos are very funny. I'd recommend all of them. Yeah. No, you, you need to see his latest one. It's really crazy. Okay. Uh, Jack, have you been playing anything? 
Yeah, I have been on the retribution tip in Overwatch, son. What? You've been playing been Overwatch? Playing, yes, I've been playing Overwatch uh, lightly, and, right? I'm not playing many games, but and what? you didn't hit either of us up? I mean, I wasn't, like I said, I was just merely <laughs> dipping a, a nary a toe in, back okay, in the Overwatch okay. waters. And, you know, I was only on there for an hour. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll get these free boxes. Like, right. So I went in there. I never did Retribution last year, but I remember there were a bunch of skins that I wanted that I didn't get, namely the Orisa skin. So I'm like, well, let's go back in here. Let's check this out. I played the I played. And, and what's cool is it's like a different scenario this year, but you can also go back and play last year's scenario, too, if you want. Oh, to. that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, good. I, I guess I can go back and see what I missed. And it's fine, it, but it's very short. It's like basically um, Terrorist Hunt, if you guys ever played uh, Rainbow Six Siege. It's like a single-player kind of game, but it's co-op four players, and they only let you pick uh, four. Yeah, they only let you pick four characters. It's not. Uh, there's a mode where you can be any hero, but the game's way too easy if you're any hero. So to make it interesting, you can only be Genji. Uh, uh, Widowmaker. McCree. No, not. Oh, yeah, Widowmaker, yeah, and uh, Moira. Those are the four that you have to be, and, and you can't double up. Like you have to pick one of those four, and if it's taken, then you have to, you know, switch to somebody else. Wait, I so, thought Reaper was in it too. I'm sorry, it's not Widowmaker or Reaper. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Never it's McCree that. Reaper, exactly. Yeah, and so it was fun, but it's super short, and I thought it was pretty easy. Um, but it's like it's kind of like a level in Left for Dead in a way, you know. But it was just like, eh, whatever. You know, it was like here and there, and like no big deal. It didn't seem like a giant, big, massive event. You know, kind of even like the Halloween event is pretty cool. And even like the Christmas event is pretty cool. This is, you know, it's different, but it, it, it wasn't enough to hold my attention. Uh, the new skins are really cool, though. But it like you were saying, we were talking about this earlier in the week. It's just Overwatch is kind of like sunsetting in a way. You know, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Hearing in the news, and we'll jump to this later, but hearing in the news, like all the bullshit that's going on in the Overwatch lead, I think is actually damaging to the brand. Yeah, I agree. Like hearing all the bullshit, all the racism, all the fucking toxicity in the community, and then having that attached to the Overwatch Professional League, I really think it's hurting the brand more than helping. And I mean, also it doesn't help that there's no Overwatch Battle Royale, and every game needs to have a Battle Royale to be <laughs> successful now. More on that yeah. in the news. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I played a little bit of that. Like I said, I just wanted to check it out, see what it was. I played all the modes to get all the free... Uh, boxes and you know I, I, if you guys want to go in after the show I'll, I'll play some more it's fun but there's no reason for me to like live eat and breathe overwatch like i have in the past really right now yeah i get that only I, a year ago almost a year ago was it that you guys couldn't shut up about overwatch that's true i, I was time. that is still to this day probably now my favorite first person multiplayer game of all time more than any of the call of duties and i got into call of duty in a big way but i've never played a competitive online multiplayer shooter as much and as often and as seriously as Overwatch. So it'll always have that spot in my heart, I guess. And I mean, I get it. Overwatch is a fun game. I just don't like, I never got into it competitively, so I didn't have the long-term hook. Right. Overwatch more like overrated. Oh, cause no one ever made that joke before. Got, got him. Wow. I'm so proud That's of you. So Colin. bad. I'm yeah, so Colin. proud of you. You did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. This is why, this is why we keep you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, that was my deed for the day. Uh, I'm, I'll catch you later, guys. See you. Bye. <laughs> hey, get back here because we still have a lot of news to talk about. Uh, let's start off with something kind of big, uh, something yeah. that I know Colin's been looking forward to for like forever. 
Uh, Shenmue 1 and 2 are getting an HD remaster. Yes. And it's coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC for $30. Holy crap. Yeah, Shenmue's sitting there watching my bank account because they just knew. They knew that I just recently bought the games for Dreamcast and Xbox. Bastards. That, that was what they were waiting for. They're like, hey, like, there's this dumb white kid named Colin Sparling. <laughs> like, wait the old, for like you bought the old it. school versions, like the originals. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait for yep. him to buy it, and then we release then we release the news. Dude, Shenmue for Dreamcast was up it there in price a few years back. It was like fifty bucks, I remember. Yeah, I think I bought my there. copy for thirty, thirty five. Yeah, man. And uh it's just so crazy that Shenmue still is a thing because it was such a momentous monumental uh failure of a game when it came out it was like it took forever took like 10 years or something stupid like that even maybe even more it was way 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 over budget and it was only coming out on the dreamcast as the dreamcast was uh waning in popularity in north america and shortly before they completely went out of business but i'll always remember there was three days where i just did i was out of a job i was in between jobs and i was on severance pay for like a week or two and i got shenmue and I just sat there and like eight hours a day, I played it for three days straight and just beat it in three nice. days. I'll just, I'll never forget all those hours play uh, on the uh, forklift, <laughs> moving boxes on oh the pier. Oh my God. <laughs> it is Dude, looking for sailors. I, I will say like, I, I am so more, the thing that excites me the most about this remastered version though, or is it a remake or remastered? I'm pretty sure it's remastered. Oh, it's I, just remastered. It's it's not, there's not new graphics. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, just, just, it's just an upscale. Yeah, up-res, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah. And plus the frame rate was never an issue. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about them improving the controls because I don't know if you've played it recently. I have. The controls are awful yeah by the way terrible it's a game that sucks to play so let's just all take a step back and remember that shenmue is not fun to play but shenmue's a big deal man i mean it's it's not that it's a bad game like i i play it like it's like kind of in a way watching the room colin colin it's kind of a bad game (laughs) it's not very good I want to like it. it. You know what I, you could do? You could go to a fucking arcade and play like ha- Super Hang On. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you can. like, like Super the Hang old Sega games. Uh, act, or not Act. Why was thinking Act Razor? What was the uh, the 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 shooting Golden game? Axe? No, uh, Super Thunderblade Fantasy Zone. No, I can't remember. Guys, you guys are right there. It's uh, Ultra gosh, Beast. it's like it's like. 3D parallax scrolling and like you're scrolling forward, but it's like over the shoulder perspective. You like move all over the front of the the screen. What viewpoint? Viewpoint? No, it's I don't know, dude. It's so I've much got, more popular got, than I've that. Got none. Uh, is it oh, well, Super Master? Harrier. Super Harrier. Space Harrier. Space Harrier. Yep. Yes. Yes. Space Harrier. Yep. Space yep. Harrier. I remember now. I remember now. Yes, dude. Yeah, okay. that game is great. That was the coolest part about it. And also, let's not forget the dragon jacket. Come on now, or the tiger jacket. Oh, oh. While we're on the while we're on Sega and all that stuff. Yakuza 6, Robert, did you notice they have a fucking fully playable version of Virtual Fighter 5? What? Yeah, they also have Puyo Puyo and like Fantasy Zone. They've got all kinds of classic Sega games. Shut up. They have an arcade you can go to and play games? Like the full versions? Multiple arcades you can go to. Yeah. You walk into this arcade, dude, and I'm like, I saw Virtual Fighter. I'm like, oh, well, okay. okay, I don't know if you can actually. You can interact with it, and it's a full blown version of Virtual Fighter 5. Like character selection, multiple costumes. Is there loading and stuff? Yes. Oh my gosh! Like, so it, does it go to like? A, does it go like over the shoulder of your character to see it, or does it? No, like, no, no, no. Like it's full, full screen. screen. Like, it, you you couldn't tell the difference if someone was playing the actual game or not. Oh like, my gosh! It's pretty cool. It's it's kind of like the yeah. Crash Bandicoot section in Uncharted Four. 
Whoa. kind of, but it'll it leave it even more fleshed out than that. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, is, it's is there crazy. any games in uh in Yakuza Zero? Anything yeah, like that? you 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 can play uh uh what was the one we were just talking about? Space Harrier. Um, obviously it takes place in the eighties, so it's like the older games. Uh, it's all great news. Yeah, um, yeah, that one, and I can't remember if you can play another one or not. Maybe Hang On, Super Hang On. Awesome. But yeah, bringing it back to Shenmue, I think it was like a matter of time that this was going to happen, especially with Shenmue three being a successful Kickstarter and coming out soon. TM. Right. Well, they said they had to put actually they had to push back uh, the release of Shenmue three for this remaster. Right. By a little bit. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm uh, sure but, they are just so mad about having more time. So. But something else that's coming out pretty soon on 420, uh, God of War, dude. Guys, have you seen this, the review scores for this game? Boy, they came out a week before the release, so last Friday, which is basically you know Sony Santa Monica being like, "Hi." We have a gigantic wang, and we're not afraid to show it. Yeah, like, Corey Barlog's like, yeah, I mean, I think the game's going to be pretty good. I'm pretty excited. It comes out like 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 on Polygon, 10 on IGN. Yeah. Modern masterpiece, kind of funny, like, like just and. And how many times are we going to have to listen to the heads of Microsoft congratulate Sony on a game coming out and it being awesome? Yeah, Phil Spencer's like, like, congratulations, Sony Santa Monica, for the release of God of War. It's like the Equinox, the Solstice, you know what I mean? But I mean, you can't blame them. Like every time Sony does this, Microsoft's like, congrats, congrats, we suck. Well, it's because Sony invests in their single-player right. games. Like, last year, they didn't have that many coming out. But this year, they've got us with Yakuza. They've got us with God of War. They'll eventually get us with Detroit Become Human, which won't be as big of a deal, probably. But that's still one. And then, like, Spider-Man later this year. You know what I mean? Like, this year is a year to own a PS4. I feel like a broken record here. And I'm not trying to stay off or get off topic. But is are there Xbox games coming out this year? That are unique first-party games. I listen. So Sea of Thieves. It's came away, and it's it. Yep. Sucks. So I I wanna I wanna go out on a limb and put some a little bit of faith in Xbox because Phil Spencer is saying that this is going to be the biggest E3 they've ever had, and they they don't I I don't I don't know if Microsoft really says you know hypes things up like that you know. Here's what I, sucks. Here's what sucks. Okay, there was I think it was E3 twenty. 14 no maybe even 2015 it was recent right and if you go back and watch microsoft's e3 presentation it was massive and i think we even talked or maybe not me and you colin but me and robert might have talked about it it was like nothing but games 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 it was the year they announced phantom dust and all that and uh and spellbound is that what that game was called uh that one game that platinum game that the got dragon head scale game. bound yeah. scale bound yeah. Scalebound. so anyways it was that year, whatever year that was. You know, check check uh, check the Wikipedia yeah. You're right. E3 2014 sounds right because 2013 that, was yeah, the disaster. But if you go through that conference, top to bottom, Microsoft they came out with like five percent of the games they announced there, and the rest got canceled or pushed off or whatever the case may be. But it's like right. one of the most depressing things to go back and look at. It's like a thing now to go back and look at that. So so forgive me if I'm not gonna you know give lip service to them saying like this. Like, you know what? Like, proof is in the pudding. Like, you can show me all the great games you want to. You've already done it before, and now look where we are. There's going to be a case study, if they're not already, for, like, marketing and PR advertising firms on, like, how you can fuck up a console generation as badly as Microsoft has with the Xbox One. It is, like, almost unprecedented. I don't know, man. It's almost like... Yeah. No, like, I, It's I, almost like a, a GameCube levels of going from, you know, from the top of the game to the bottom of the game so quickly. Uh, you know what I I and I definitely res- understand and respect your criticism, Jack. 
Um, and and the thing that with me is like you know, as much as I do love PlayStation, like I'll like I'll be the first to admit that I'm a bit of a PlayStation fanboy. At the end of the day, I love video games. I just go where the the good games are. You know what I mean? That's why I own multiple platforms. You know, I like to play good games. That's just the gist of it. And right. I believe in healthy competition for this industry. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. want, I really do want Microsoft with Xbox to come out swinging this year at E3. Like, I, I want, you know, if, if Phil Spencer says they're going to have a, you know, a good E3, I hope they do, you know? Yeah. And... Right. Um. To reference, mm. Ryan McCaffrey was talking to Phil Spencer on Twitter actually about um how they're going about their business plan, uh, for Microsoft and Xbox. And Phil Spencer says it's been it's it's a very very slow process because Phil Spencer came into a dynasty of shit over there at Xbox, dude. Like the place was in flames when when right. Phil Spencer took over, and he's he, I mean he's done it the best as he can, dude. Like I don't know what else you could have done. You know, filling Don Matrick's shoes after he basically fucked the chicken with Xbox. Yeah, I still you know feel I mean? like we're waiting for the fruits to bear, though, right? Like we're still waiting for. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, I, th- I can, I think Phil Spencer's even frustrated by that at this point. Like, Sea of Thieves is is not what they were hoping for it to be, as far as quality. yeah. And I know and, people and are talking about response. like Crackdown Three better have a battle royale mode. Bro, I'm like sick of Crackdown Three. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay, about Microsoft E3. Okay, there are three ways they can make me puke in my mouth. Okay? Wasn't that game supposed to come out in March? And now I got delayed to hell anymore. And back again. Is it even like a 2018 joint at this point? Who knows? But oh. okay, I was saying there are three things that they they could do at E3 this year that are going to make me throw up. Okay, the first thing is they're going to announce a new Halo game. I will puke and die. If they also announce a new Gears of War game, I will also puke and die. And if they r- r- announce another Forza game, which you know they're going to do, I'm just going to roll my eyes like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Like, dude, they're turning it. They're turning into Ubisoft. All three of those things are going to really suck. And I'm almost guaranteeing at least one of those, if not two of those. And if they do all three, holy shit, I'm I just throw my hands up and I'm out the room. Yeah, I mean, let's let's hope they they really bring it though. I'm I'm kind of excited though. I'm cautiously optimistic about their press conference. <laughs> they this need year. to show something I mean, because I actually we've been talking about this. Like, I want a solid excuse to get an Xbox One X. I want it. I want like, to buy. I it. I want to see something that's unique on the level of like Detroit Become Human, or like even the new Spider yeah. Insomniac Spider Game, right? Spider Man right. game because like those right, right. you know you don't expect them, or you didn't expect them when they were being announced. Um, they're not part of a franchise. Right, they're not like The Last of Us Two, or like God of War Four, technically, right? right? Technically, yeah, technically. Um, and Final I, Fantasy I just, Fifteen is on Xbox One, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, though, like, who does Xbox have in their corner in terms of second and third party developers? Nah, you know what I mean? I can't. Rare. <laughs> I guess rare, but I mean, yeah, they have rare and they have epic, epic games to a degree. Not really much anymore. They don't don't even, they don't even have Bungie or Bungie in there. Bungie. Sorry. Bungie is where my dad used to work. Bungie. Um, And they they don't even have them in their corner because they're over here doing Destiny and they're like, yeah, Destiny is best played on PS4 and blah, blah, blah. blah. Actually, best played on PC. (laughs) Destiny is like dead now because no one cares about it. Well, yeah, because because they went and screwed the chicken on the the community there, too. It's it's terrible. But I don't know. Like, it's just I, I, I hope that Microsoft has been pulling some big power moves behind closed doors. And that's what their huge announcement is. Like, I hope I hope they come out swinging with like oh yeah we got this exclusive game from this developer because the fact that like ps4's got a double whammy right now with insomniac games developing a fucking spider-man game in the midst of the marvel 
you know cinematic universe yeah. being huge right now also we're on the eve of them potentially dropping game of the year like it's less than 48 hours as of the time we're recording this where this might be the game of the year yeah like every God of war. yeah 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 and it's so i mean the thing is like we and we already have an inkling knowing that this this insomniac spider-man game is going to be solid because of sunset overdrive because sunset overdrive was so like the locomotion and the and just it's gonna it's gonna it's a lot of the same design philosophies so i think sony's really confident about how the spider-man games is going to do um yeah so i don't know man it's just it's i i want i want microsoft and xbox to do something i want them to come back with a fight with a fighting chance against playstation 4 that way we we keep we see that competition keep happening so both of them keep putting out good games like something i just realized because we we as a group have talked a lot both on and off air about microsoft versus sony this year this uh season this generation sure and every time we talk about sony not only is it like oh they've got these great games coming in the pipeline but there's always like a roadmap of what's after that because i was just thinking after this year after spider-man there's still the last of us part two at some point and there's still days gone which i'm personally not that excited about Eh, but like that's definitely like we know that's coming whereas with microsoft it's kind of like stranding Death Stranding. Death Stranding, that too. Kojima, they have Kojima. Wait, yeah, they have Stranding. Kojima. Hold on, that is PS Five Four exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, Kojima I Productions is is under Sony. Yeah, yeah. So holy shit, and PC probably. Man, eh, who knows? Maybe. Um, okay. but nonetheless, like we know what's coming, like further down the line with Sony, right? With Microsoft, we don't even know what's going to happen further down this year, right? Like my, all we and, know is Crackdown Three, maybe probably forza because that's a good bet in general and my whole my whole point is too like let's say colin you're right and they come out with like a bomb ass baller e3 that everyone can't stop talking about there's still very good reason to believe because they have no credibility that none of those games are actually gonna see light of day yeah yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah so i don't know Sad times, man get get your water cooler in check phil yeah i mean i hope phil comes out and he's like look guys like let's get down to business we got some shit to, to defeat talk about. the Huns. Uh, you know right. what it is? I mean, it's a different. It has nothing to do with video games, but Microsoft is seeing so much money in like their cloud business that it probably makes the Xbox division of Microsoft like, like, why do we even care? Like, this is a cost center at this point, not even a profit center. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. And it's not like they're doing. They're and surprisingly, even without like all the games set up for the future and things like that, Xbox is not doing bad numbers by any means. That being said, like, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. say you know throw the baby out with the bathwater, but yeah, the Xbox One X I heard is selling well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it, the Xbox One X is picking up momentum, and the overall numbers for the Xbox One, all things considered, is not bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's still like like they're not they're definitely not like hurting over there at Microsoft because of the Xbox. But like it would just it would help them so much more. And I mean, I I still it's still up in the air to me whether or not, you know, making Xbox play anywhere on the PC was a good idea. You know what I mean? I mean, Uh, even though Windows 10 is their platform. Yeah. Windows 10 is their platform. So I guess in a way they're still making money, but you're definitely not going to be pushing hardware like that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Windows 10 is a lot cheaper to manufacture than software than hardware. Right. Right. I mean, I I don't know if you, I guess if you could do the math, it's like a what hundred twenty bucks for an install of Windows ten. Yeah. But it's not costing you anything. I don't right. know. Um. So let's see some other news that happened in the past week. Uh, Clifford Blazinski has accused Epic 
<laughs> of stealing some of his staff members. Yes, he has. After, after uh, the release of Radical Heights. What a way to stay in the news cycle, Cliffy B. Congrats. Well yeah. on you, man. Just yeah. bitch on Twitter. I don't know. That's just, that's just wild to me. Like, for one, look, I wouldn't play Radical Heights and look at that and think, oh, I need to hire those devs. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, there is, I mean, we've said it before. There's some talent that went into Lawbreakers. Like, you know, it's, there's some good programming going on over there. So I don't know which, you know, roles of employees got poached, but it's funny that, that his old big company, you know, a big brother, what have you, would poach someone that went and broke off and did their own thing it's just kind of it's kind of shady right it's kind of shady on epic's yeah. part in a way like there's so many uh, yeah. people making video games out there you have to go to this company to poach but i mean right. I also consider like being one of those devs at Bosky, right like you're like imagine your shoes right like you get a letter in the mail it's post stamped epic games and they're like hi we'd like to hire you like that's like your get out of jail free card right there because like what's your future at Bosky right now like no offense but like Radical Heights is going to need a lot of miracles right. for it to be so successful that, like, it's going to go somewhere. Right, right. I, and I definitely don't like, gosh, I just don't want this to be a repeat of uh, uh, the one situation that happened with uh, the two human and uh, uh, Eternal Darkness dev. I can't remember their name. Um, well, yeah, point. they ended up get, well, they ended up getting sued by Silicon Epic Games. Knights? Yes, they ended up getting sued by Epic Games for... Uh, Basically, calling some code from the Unreal Engine their own, dude. And that was like such that. a sloppy. Yeah, yeah. It was not pretty. Ooh. It was it was messy as hell. Um, but like, yeah, I definitely don't want to see like a similar situation happen here because that's that would just be terrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking forward to playing Dark Souls on May 25th, and oh, your yeah. only console is the yes. Switch, I can't wait. You're not gonna get it on the Switch. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Why not? It's getting delayed. Only the Switch. Only the Switch version is <laughs> getting delayed. So if you're, oh. if you're on your PS4, your Xbox One, or your PC, you're good. You're fine. Just April, May 25th, you're good. But Switch, rip. God, that's that going shoot, is... to shoot Switch sales right in the foot. That is such a blow, and that is such a uh, damnification of the technology. <laughs> a little bit, Behind yeah. Switch. Because, I mean, keep in mind, Dark Souls is, like, old now. Right, like that it's was kind of old games. Yeah, it's old. Early games now. PS3 360 generation. No, mid, not early. Mid, mid, mid. mid. like well, seven yeah. years ago, 2011. Right, but I mean, like you'd think that at this point, like if you could run Mario Odyssey on a Switch, right? Like, well, I even saw I saw hands-on demos of the game running on Switch, and it looked fine. Like yeah. it was running well. I was, so I wonder what the problem is. Must so be optimization optimization of Blight Town, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what everyone's looking at. Like, I think um, that also means that the Praise of the Sun amiibo is also being pushed back to whatever day in summer. Uh, yeah, so like, is it TBD now? Is is just there's no summer summer 2018. Oh wow, Jesus wept. Okay. Yep. Not even a date. Not even a month. Just a season. Wow. Okay. This um, is sad. Yeah, this sucks because honestly, I feel like there was there was actually like more than one person like me who was having. I had this game pre-ordered on PS4 and Switch. Damn. Yeah. Yeesh. So like I like well I'd canceled my pre-orders because Amazon it's been screwing me so I don't want to pre-order through Amazon anymore. But either way, like that sucks. 
you know. So I learned something with this. I didn't realize. I guess I just wasn't paying too much attention when Dark Souls is mentioned. But I thought it was just coming out on Switch. I thought it was almost a Switch exclusive, but it's coming out on everything, and it's no, yeah. a, a remade version of the original game. Is Remastered. Is? I wouldn't say remake. No. Well, on the on the PS4 and Xbox One, it is. Is it like whole new? Overall? Yeah, there it's they remade it in Dark Souls 3's engine. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Okay, so this is a big deal. If you've never played Dark Souls, this is the definitive way. This is kind of like oh uh, yeah, and it comes with the DLC like, and everything. Okay, what's it called? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus remaking away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so this is going to be nominated for the Tiny this year, then probably. It could be. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. So it's running in Dark Souls three and Bloodborne's engine. So it's going to be looking pretty spiffy. Oh, so I might actually have to pay attention to this. But you Wait. don't. You don't like Dark Souls. Yeah, I like Neo. Neo is. Sh- the shit not shit it's the okay. shit and so i am I'm, I'm opening my horizons here but i will Man, not it, i will not play dragon ball z that's where i draw the line not even you a will good not play dragon game. ball z you mean an actually oh. good fighting game not even a mashathon where you can't understand anything going on the screen where yep. it is the biggest game at evo right now more than your precious street fighter 5 you know what a lot of people voted for donald trump too so Fair enough. <laughs> getting political like, uh, up in here. Yeah. Okay. Not getting into Dragon Ball talk because I'll I'll, I'll go on too long. Right. Uh. So here's something that's kind of fresh, hot off the presses. Uh, just happened earlier today. So this is kind of a a, a two pronged story I've got for you guys. So according to sources close to Treyarch, who have spoken with like Eurogamer and etc., uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Four is not going to have a single player campaign wow at all wow so at all so okay damn and this is confirmed be- or rumored rumored is, yeah rumored. Oh, no confirmation okay. well, it's it all rumored. rumored okay but okay. these are like multiple like multiple people like i think kotaku Eurogamer, and polygon have separately confirmed bro like they didn't confirm off each other okay okay Ooh. um that Oof. one there's not gonna be a single player campaign and two, this is according to Charlie Intel and Eurogamer mainly, uh, there's going to be a Battle Royale. <laughs> Call of Duty? Call of Duty Bro. Battle Royale. Developed, like they're farming out the development of that to Raven Software. They had yeah. to have gotten that going so fast. Battle Royale is about a year old in terms yeah. of like uh, critical mass, right? I mean, it's existed, but it's never been, you know, people weren't really paying attention until PUBG last yeah. march God, i don't crap. know how i f- i don't know how i feel about that it, I well, feel first awesome. of all, hey well uh, i mean uh, okay like what i will say when it comes to call of duty is they they do a really good job at having very refined gameplay like playing call of duty just feels good mechanically i was gonna say good luck right? in at 60 frames a second in a giant you know island skydiving with a hundred other people well, like they need to well, nail so- that yeah. So they've, according to these sources, um, they're aiming for trying to have a hundred people in the match, but they are not as sure if they can get a hundred people in this battle royale. Yeah, stick to fifty. Yeah, I don't Think know. Think smaller that. is I, my is my thought. I also I, I've heard from like inklings on the internet that Ravensoft doesn't have the best track record either in terms of making solid stuff. Dude, I don't know point, how true that is. Call, I haven't read into it. At this point, Call of Duty doesn't have the best record. I mean... And, and they've been talking about... I don't know if you guys know this. They've been talking about splitting up the multiplayer and single player for years now. Maybe even 10 years they've been talking about it. And you know what? I am one of those few people that am, am 
will sit here and say that, yeah, I'm sad that um, Call of Duty doesn't have a single player. That's the way I like my Call of Duty is I like playing the single player to prepare for multiplayer. But at the same time, it's been forever. I think it's been Advanced Warrior, Advanced Warfare, the one on PS4 yeah. mm-hmm. after Ghost, right? That was the last one where I played the single player. So that was a long time ago, right? How Was that four years ago? I think. Three years at ago? Least. Yeah. So that's the last one I played. So you know what? Like you can sit here and cry and be like, oh, I want my single player. That's what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm not playing them. And they and that's the thing that is creepy, too, about like analytics, right? Like they know like that's what when you are just going through like and agreeing to like all these uh, all these uh, terms of service and shit, you just clip through it. What you're saying is like, hey, track how far I get in these games, track what I'm clicking on, track my my whole path, you know, my whole click path. There, yeah. so you can design games smarter or whatever. So what I'm saying is, they know how much single player for all the Call of Duties that have come out in like the last ten years. How much is getting played? They know where people are stopping. They know where people are getting hung up and not finishing. And like something minuscule, like like five to fifteen percent. I can't remember exactly. Finish actually finish the the single player game. Such a small amount compared to all the people that are playing it. Well, yeah, Sounds I mean, it right. makes sense. Most of the people I know that play Call of Duty are just like, yeah, I'm just going to slap the game in the console and, yep, straight, straight to multiplayer. Straight to multiplayer. They don't even touch the single player. Right. Yeah, according to those sources, uh, they said the reason they're not doing the single player campaign is that they don't think they're going to be able to finish developing it in time for, like, the October release. But I'm like, three that's years. Some, that's some bull. That's some bullshit. Is it right? Call yeah. of Duty so on three, three year years. cycle? Three year cycles now. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't so, care if they, on, they bumped it back a month so they, they wouldn't have to face Red Dead Redemption on release. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's weird that like, I don't know. I'm of two minds of it. Right. Because like like Jack said, who gives a shit? Apparent. Obviously, no one's really playing the campaign. And whenever someone talks about Call of Duty, it's never about like, man, can you believe what happened in in level nine? of the campaign that was such a twist right like no you don't hear anyone say shit not like really anymore like i will say no, uh modern no. warfare the first so call of duty 4 modern warfare and modern warfare 2 yes. those were the only two where i was like shit yeah you black know, ops I, black ops had a bomb ass black ops the too. first black ops had a really yeah. interesting story did a lot of different things with that black ops 2 tried again i got hung up on that one though i actually stopped uh, in the middle yeah. of that. but I mean the no Russian level, the scene in um in uh Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare where the nuke goes off, that's very memorable, and you're like crawling to your death. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember that. Like that's an interesting scene. So yeah, but it's been a long time, right? It's been ten years since. But th- like this is going to be the first Call of Duty that won't have a campaign, which is crazy. I mean, the first mainline one at least, if the rumors are true, and we have strong reason to believe they are. Right. Yeah. And that that's on- crazy. On top I mean, of that, though, the, another bit of like rumor has been surfacing today that Battlefield Five also is prototyping a battle royale. Oh my god! Uh, Dude, it is happening. Dice. It is happening now it's before happening. our very eyes. It's all happening. Listen, this is what happened with Dota Two. This is what happened. League of Legends. All the mobas came and all the mobas went. And this is what's going to happen here. All the battle royals are going to come. It's going to get lame. It's going to become Facebook, right? Like your your soon your parents are going to be playing battle royale, and then it's not <laughs> going to get cool anymore. And then it's done. That's what yeah, happens. I mean, these go it, in, these go in cycles, guys. Oh We've seen my, this before. Like, this is this isn't like yeah this is turning into a thing like they like there was a couple of people that tried to jump on the hero shooter thing right and that quickly like it went out like quick like no one could overtake Overwatch and no one's going to it's just a fact of it and now but th- this battle royale thing is on a whole other level it's like 
it does not take a professional analyst to see that this is going to burst like a mofo. And you know what, though? Like, like blue hole, like get your head out your blue hole and make PUBG run on Xbox One X. Like, what is your problem? You're they're about to get beat to market on console by the big boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're already kind of beaten to console at this point by Fortnite, honestly. Yeah, that game, PUBG does not run well, even on the Xbox One X. It runs well on mobile. Colin can attest to that. It runs decent, yeah. It's surprisingly well, even though you're playing against bots, but still. Right. Like, come on. Get on it, man, because the wave is coming. It's inevitable. Yeah, I just, I don't understand what, like, you. they have the fucking money. Like, what do they need to do to get this game running? Like, they have what a the, ton like, what of are money. They doing? I mean, instead, they they're focusing on new maps. Right and like just more content well, rather than I mean I, I, mean, even, I haven't even played the new modes yet right there's like spawn there's respawning now or something yeah I there's mean, like dude, a TDM there like we noticed there was a problem when they dropped the the desert map and it and it ran better than Myanmar or whatever the original the map's first name is one. yeah, yeah. And like there, there's a there's such a serious optimization problem and like they have the money now just hire the people you need to just do it because like, get it thing, done the thing is when Damn. I'm thinking of like. A Call of Duty or a Battlefield with Battle Royale, my worry isn't that it's going to be not optimized. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know it'll probably be at least decently optimized because it's a big triple A dev, right, who's making this. Whereas right. in PUBG, like, my worry is, like, how fast does it run? Can it even hit 30 FPS? You know what I mean? I mean, for Cliffy's sake, Radical Heights is, like, almost more optimized than PUBG is. For Cliffy's no sake. No way. I don't even believe that. You're walking on water. Are you serious? I don't know, dude. We both played it, and it was like it, it, it was at least as good as PUBG is. That's hard to believe and sad, but I believe you. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. So we're almost running out of time here. So I'm going to toss it to Jack, who has a would you rather for our question of the week. Would you rather lose both your big toes or one thumb? Haven't we done something like this before? One thumb. I've, no, I've never heard this question work. You'd rather lose one thumb than both your big toes. As long as it's not the one on its like dominant hand, yeah. Yeah, it could be It could be your uh, rec- uh, whatever recessive hand. I mean, you'd be walking off balance. You never play soccer? No. no I mean, I mean, I mean like, I if, you, if you lose your big toes, you, you basically, it's going to be really hard to walk. Yeah, it'd be super hard. You'd be walking weird. You wouldn't be able to like bend your knees as much. No, yeah, I, I mean, I think I'd, l- I'd lose one thumb. It depends how much of the thumb, though. Like, the whole thumb? You can't, you probably can't game. Like, you can't space bar, right, Robert, if you lose your left thumb? I'm a lefty, so. What? Wait, what? I'd lose uh, my right thumb. Oh, so you couldn't, like, back button on the mouse then? Yeah, I mean, I'd have, like, a harder time controlling my mouse, but I feel like that's easier than, like, not having a space bar. Hmm. I had to hit them face buttons with the, uh, the oh. nub. I see it would affect my drum playing in a really bad way. So I I might go I might go big toes. Isn't that going to affect your pedal work though a little? I I feel like I could adapt to that better than you cannot there's way too much drumming you can't do without a thumb. Yeah, that's true. Listen, the drum the drummer for Ghost Inside lost a leg. The drummer for Def Leppard lost an arm. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. He's got a point. Can yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's a tough one. Did, was that everybody? Did everybody answer? Yeah, I mean, I'm going. Yeah, one with one thumb. thumb. One, I think one thumb. Yeah, because it would be nice to be able to still walk. I mean, I could, I could, I think I could adapt or like get a prosthetic for. But you could video have, games. yeah, you could have a uh, excuse to wear rollerblades all the time. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's been our show. That's been episode forty three of the Tiny Podcast. 
Um, <laughs> so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, you can email us at tinydispodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow us on all of our social media channels, which you can find at tinydisc.com. That's also where you can find all of our previous episodes if you want to peruse those. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving us an iTunes review. Um, that'd be really cool. It'd be helpful. It'd mean more than you know. If not, tell a friend. Or better yet, if um, if you come home one night and you find out your SO is cheating on you, Ugh. before you break up with them, <laughs> tell them to go <laughs> listen to the Tiny Disc Podcast and then also move out. Wow. <laughs> Dark. So where can we find you guys online on the internet? I am uh, Colin on Mono on Twitter, a.k.a. BooBoo underscore underscore five five. And I just changed my Instagram name, so I thought it was something else. But apparently it's at Mr. Dot underscore Cepeda on Instagram. Hit the gram up. There you go. And you can find me at Panoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T, and that's where I am on all the social medias. So thank you so much for listening to the Tiny Disc Podcast, and we'll see you next Thursday. This show brought to you by a healthy colon. Big grapes for the win.